0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Interior of My Mind, and this is the third time I am recording this. Caution all earphone, earbud users, whatever the fuck you're using. Headphones, headphone users, my bad. I'm almost 20, and I still don't know how to say earbud, headphones, whatever. Because it is, it's whatever. Anyway. Anyway. let me tell you something this episode will probably be like ma i think because like i'm going to be talking about like a couple of things you know but it's it's not bad it's we're all adults i hope that whoever's like listening to me we're all adults and we all can understand the struggle because the struggle is real the struggle is real also my fan is going in the background So if that's what you hear, that's what it is Anyway Whew. So I'm excited today Because I get to spend time with my boyfriend I get to see him And I'm ex- like ecstatic We both work at the same place So I don't really get to see him a lot Because he does like a lot of overtime and everything And I feel like all of my episodes that I have done, like, since the start of this. I started this when I was 17. I am 19 now, so two years, which is crazy, crazy. But within those two years of doing this podcast, I've had ugh, two boyfriends, one that lasted six months and one that lasted one month, and now I'm with a new one. Please don't think I'm a hoe. The six-month one fucked me up. But he moved on almost instantly. Okay? He moved on. He... Like, whatever. I knew he was going to move on. Um, and then, you know, I was, like, emotionally available. And I wanted to try and find somebody. And I did. And we were together for a month. But then, like, I didn't feel anything to him. So we cut it off. And then about another month goes by like another half month goes by and I'm not, I'm not upset anymore like I'm not like I'm ready to move on I've been ready to move on and and you think like um when you're in a six-month relationship and you spend all your time all your energy and all your like pastime talking to this person and like you still think you'll be like really upset and crying all the time and I was for a bit until I realized that he moved on and I was like you know what I'm gonna surround myself with people that I truly care for and I'm gonna move on but then my ex started you know talking to different girls and yeah so I got cheated on twice Because I've had one boyfriend I've had for five months, and he cheated on me with a minor. And then I had another boyfriend for six months. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah. Six, like, no. I don't even think the first one was five months. I think it was like four months. But then it was six months, and then it was a month. So I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to find somebody, and I did. I found somebody that really truly cares. I found somebody that just (laughs) is an all-around good person. He's very genuine. He's very, like, I don't even know how to describe it, y'all. He's just, like, we click so good. The vibes that we have are so good. And hold on. Like the vibes, that I had to text him back. He was blowing up my phone. Anyway, <laughs> so the vibes that we have is so good. I'm a Sag, so he's an Aquarius, right? I have never, and I mean never, dated an Aquarius. I've only dated Capricorns. A Capricorn? No. Yeah, Capricorns and a Scorpio. That's all. Scorpio? Never, ever date a Scorpio. If you... Are a Sag. Never. Oh my god. Never date a Scorpio if you're a Sag. I'm telling you that right now. They are so toxic, y'all. Like, so fucking toxic. I uh, And I'm gonna dig in deep on this. Because he fucked me up for good. Like except physical he abused me so mentally emotionally uh verbally he abused me so i had like it was time he let me go he made me think that i was in the wrong just because i called him sir i called this dude sir and he got pissed off and i didn't even mean it in like a i i captain way like i didn't but you know Like he's fucking crazy man He's in like his psycho stage And that's okay He can do his own thing Leave me out of it But you know I'm with somebody that I want to be Like I'm attached to this man Like I seriously am attached to this man If you can't tell already Because I've been texting him Because he's been asking if I'm asleep (laughs) Because I'm not texting him Like how I usually am and I don't want to tell him, like, hey, I have a podcast. I'm recording a podcast right now. That's a story for a different time. <laughs> but um, I don't want to tell him some of the things just yet because we're still early in our relationship. We We've been together for, like, almost a week and a half, like, almost two weeks, basically. And, yeah, I'm very happy. Like, we've never... Like, we just click really, really good. And I love it. I really, really do. But um there's, like, we're both, you know, not active, right? Never have been, both of us. Have never, even in our past relationships, have never. Not even once, not even never. I am a virgin with a capital V. And so is he. <laughs> and I don't think he wants me to talk about it, but, like, I'm just scared. Like, and I know he is, too. We're not ready. We're, we'll are not be ready for a long while, possibly. But, I mean, I talked to him about this before, and I don't want to, you know, make him vulnerable, and I feel bad that I'm talking about it. But, I mean, it's very difficult not to talk about it when you're trying to talk about it about yourself but um with me I don't know how we would even start it I don't even know how it would happen because honestly I am a big big fan of 365 days not because of the sex scenes but because of the plot and Laura and Massimo mm. Pure perfection. They have their flaws, they do. But she is a Spitfire, and so is he. But he will listen to anything that she says. And he's very submissive to her, and he's also very dominant to her. But I don't watch it for the scenes. I just like the background of it. Same like for Fifty Shades of Grey Anastasia and Christian like, okay, but here's a flaw in those, because Christian had a red room, and Anastasia's like, (laughs) oh my god, Christian, okay, like, we'll do that, whatever, you can take your anger out on me, it's okay, (laughs) I'm sorry, are you, like, psycho, babe, like, (laughs) what, I mean, I wouldn't mind either if my boyfriend had a red room, but I would be still iffy on it, like, um, okay, Uh, what are we doing? Like, (laughs) you serious? (laughs) But, I mean, because who thinks to themselves, I'm going to put a red room in my penthouse. And I'm going to let people in. Granted, there was some things that I probably missed in it. Like, the reasoning behind everything. But I haven't seen Fifty Shades in, like, a long time. I think I've only seen the first and second one, but I still need to, like, re-watch it again to get the plot. That way, I, when I watch the new one, I'll be fine with it. Because I only watched the second one up until where she's in her office, and the guy, like, you know, tries to get on her and everything, like, push himself on her. And she runs, and Christian's like, oh my god, I'm gonna kill him. Because, like, he got on her, and granted, like, <laughs> go off, babe, but that's, like, the only part I've really seen in the second one. I haven't really, you know, watched a lot of it. But I still need to watch it again to get, like, a feel of what is happening. I've watched 365 Days. And let me tell you, that the plot of everything clicks so well. But at the same time, it makes me want to rip my fucking eyes out. Like... Let me tell you this, because if you have not seen 365 Days, this is a spoiler, like spoiler ahead, because I'm about to lay it all down for y'all, every three of them. So in the first one, 365 Days is about this mafia, this Italian mafia boss named Massimo. He sees this girl, her name's Laura, sorry I hit my phone with my remote, but um, he sees this girl from Poland, her name's laura she goes i think she goes to italy for a bit like for vacation i'm not sure but um she gets kidnapped by massimo and he gives her 365 days to fall in love with him because i guess she is this girl in his vision that he fell in love with i don't know i'm not like completely sure it's very hard to explain but he gives her 365 days to fall in love with him she falls in love with him instantly y'all, like literally instantly, and so they end up getting married, she gets pregnant, doesn't tell him, and then that's the end of it, and then, um, in the second one, she's still pregnant, she ends up telling him, but then, um, well she doesn't end up telling him until like the end of it, but second one, she, like they get in a fight because she thinks he's cheating on her, but it's actually his evil twin, that cheated on, like, this enemy that the family has, like, that Massimo has of a different family, like, this girl, and the twin cheated, like, made it look like he cheated, but Massimo never had any interaction other than Laura, and then Laura gets kidnapped by this good-looking guy from, I don't know what mafia he was from, I can't remember, but he's, like, majorly good-looking, and he takes her to this island, and... Like, she kind of gains feelings for him, right? Gains feelings for him. And then um she, they bring her back to Massimo, but, like, she ends up getting shot. The baby dies, and he doesn't find out until, like, the end of it. Like I said, he doesn't find out she's pregnant until, like, the end of it, so he lost his baby. And the guy that kidnapped Laura was, like... Telling her that the feelings weren't real. Like, I never had feelings for you ever. And I'm screaming internally because I'm just like, yes! Yes! Like, Massimo and Laura, period. Done. End game. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Because I don't want her with somebody else because I'm too attached to Massimo and Laura from the first one. Because once you see... Like... Uh, let's see. So if you're watching a show like Euphoria, because that's the most popular one, right? So, mm, if Rue and Elliot were, like, together instead of Jules, right? You'd think they'd be a cute couple. Like, you'd think they'd be a cute couple because that's who you see first. That's the couple you see first. But then Jules comes in and you're just like, eh, no, like, that's not a good couple. And then they start dating. Like, you know what I mean? You're so focused on the first couple that you don't want to see them with another one. You know what I mean? Unless it's, like, Nate and Maddie. <laughs> like, separate ways, please. Like, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, that's, that's how I am. Like, once I see the first couple, like, Laura and Massimo, that's who they need to be with. That's it. That's final end game let's go but um i'm like screaming internally because i want wanted them to be together i wanted the guy to get the fuck out of there you know what i mean but then third one comes right third one she loses the baby massimo wants to know what happened on the island because he saw that they obviously had a connection or whatever um yeah no so they start arguing she goes away from him uh just goes away from him and everything and uh the guy comes back like the guy that kidnapped her comes back and like starts telling her oh he like is in love with her and shit and like just in love with her and now she's got a pick between Massimo and this guy that kidnapped her and at the end of it she's like they're on a beach and everything and he goes will you come back to me because if you- like I would love to have you come back to me and whatever and um get, but if you want to go and leave the beach and like go to him that's okay. I just want you to be happy. You know like a good guy would, right? Like come on. Give me a chance. He just wanted to know what happened on the island. You know? Come on. But I mean so the th- fucking ending, man. The ending. Ugh. It's five minutes of, like, a little drone camera just panning them on the beach. Just panning them. She doesn't even give an answer. And then it just ends. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, are you fucking serious right now? You couldn't have been like, yes. And then just end it. Like, give me some satisfaction oh I was so pissed I almost like threw my remote at my camera like I almost broke my tv but at the same time this is a 150 or 170 dollar tv and I bought a new one so I don't think that's good at the moment but I was like are you fucking kidding me man I waited all this time just for you to not give an answer really I was so upset, man. I was so pissed. Uh. And then um. Yeah, but that's that. But I want a man like I want my boyfriend to be so protective of me, like not where like a guy comes up to me and like like he's a friend or whatever, but has no interest in me. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know how to say it. Like, one of my brother's friends, right? My brother's friends are fucking old, okay? My brother's 25. I'm, I will be 20. They're either 24, 25, or 26. Never. Never. But, like, I'm loyal as shit. Like, I'm loyal as come. As you come... Like, as they come. Not... You know what? Never mind. This... Like, I've got a dirty mind, you know? And I'm pretty sure that y'all know what I'm talking about. But anyway... So, I'm loyal. never would go for somebody like that. If I got a boyfriend, I'm sticking to my boyfriend. But, I mean, I wouldn't want my boyfriend to be like, oh my god, I'm gonna fucking kill this guy because he went and talked to my girlfriend. You know what I mean? But if somebody comes and, uh, like, gets really close into my face and starts yelling at me, that's when I want my boyfriend to step in. Uh, if a guy asks for my number, that's when I want my boyfriend to step in. Um... If I, if a guy gets, like, too close to me and starts dancing with me, if we're at, like, a club or a party, that's when I want my boyfriend to step in. Like, all of that shit. And I want my boyfriend to be obsessed with me, like, posting me, texting me every once in a while, like, texting me every day before I wake up. You know what I mean? Like, just being a simp. I want my boyfriend to be a simp. And there's nothing wrong with being a simp, because I'm a simp for my boyfriend. I will literally automatically tell you, and we've only been dating for a week and a half. I attach really quickly. I'm like a fucking leech. You know what I mean? Like, you know how some animals, when they're born, and they imprint on the first person that they see, and they automatically... Like a duck. Like, you know what I mean? A duck. Like, you can't be around when an egg hatches. The mom has to be around for the chick to hatch and just... Or no, for the duck to hatch, the duckling to hatch so that it can imprint on its mom but then the person gets in the way and the duck imprints on the person so now the duck is following you everywhere that's how I am that's how I am like I'm sorry but I was never this way towards the boyfriend I had for six months I was never this way I was I like I really do want to be with my current for a while like a long time honestly but I mean we'll see how it goes like that's just how I am and um y'all can give me shit about it I don't care but that's like that I'm not gonna change that's how I am that's how I always will be but um yeah but back to the red room thing like I, I, I have kinks, you know? Like, this is getting into the, eight, like, very adult 18+. plus. I'm 19, so it's fine. But listen to me. We all have kinks, right? We... I, Like, you can't tell me that you don't have at least one kink. Like, come on. You got to. You got to have at least one. Like, I have severe masculophobia, but if my boyfriend came in and like we were you know active and whatever and he came in with a ghost face mask like the ones you see on tiktok F- oh i would jump his bones so fucking quick not even lying i would like i i kind of got a mask kink like i'm sorry but i do um it's just like not you know looking in their eyes is what i like because i don't like eye contact <laughs> so like when you're doing it and everything and you make eye contact it's kind of weird for me it's not awkward, I'm not an awkward person but it's weird for me but and then I have like a, a I don't, I can't say it cause I feel like nobody will understand like praise kink like I can't say it like a praise kink, I like that um, you know people do like dirty talk I think that's I think it's good if you know how to do it <laughs> But if you don't know how to do it um, no, Thank you Get away from me You know what I mean Um, I don't even know what other kinks I have But foot fetishes Pee fetishes A piss kink Who in their right mind would have a piss kink You know what I mean Or like a hand kink I, I have like a vein, hand vein kink. Like, I, I like that. I think that's cute. Or, no, hot. I think that's hot. Because. Whew. Damn. I'm sorry. That's that's bad. But, I had a lot of kinks. But, I mean, they're, they're just kinks, you know? What turns you on, what doesn't turn you on. Like, I just think that if you know how to do the kink that's good but if you don't, please don't try it please don't try it because <laughs> like I don't think my like when we do decide to go at it or whatever I really don't think my boyfriend would know how to do it you know what I mean and I feel bad saying that but I mean I don't even know how to do it really, I don't I really don't it's just like weird to me to try and do it when you don't even have experience in it you know what I mean but I love hearing about people's kinks though I think it's so interesting to what they like because I got daddy issues I do so (laughs) If my significant other is dominant to me and I'm a submissive, that'd be fine. But as long as I'm dominant towards you too. Because I like having control a little bit, you know what I mean? Like, please listen to me. Just please listen to me. I want to be the one to try and calm you down when you're in a bad mood or whatever. And you can be the one to calm me down when I'm in a bad mood. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what I want. That's, That's how I am. It's okay. But I like hearing, like, what I meant was I like hearing about other people's kinks. I know it's a little weird, but I just like hearing because sometimes you don't picture somebody being, like, say they got a foot fetish and they're, like, the cleanest person or whatever, and they got a foot fetish. Like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> no, thank you. I'm sorry. Like, it's a complete turn off. A foot fetish is a complete turn off. Like, what if you wake up one morning and you got your significant other sniffing the fuck out of your feet? Like, ew. And you think it's your dog. No, it's your significant other under the bed sheets. Sniffing the hell out of your foot. Ew. That's so gross. Ew. That's <laughs> so gross. But then oh i can't but like i like looking at everybody else's like tv relationships book relationships i love looking at those because they're so romantic they're not real but they're so romantic and it makes you believe that there is love in this world and it makes you think to yourself that I don't want this person in my life. Like, I don't want the guy... Like, it would be nice to have the guy in your life if you were single. But at the same time... Like, I hope everybody knows what I'm saying. My boyfriend shows traits of a guy from a book. Like, and I'm an extreme book person. Like, book talk? Like, book TikTok? Yeah. That's me. I, of course, read Wattpad books. I'm sorry. Sue me. But, I mean my boyfriend just reminds me of a person straight out of a fucking book like I'm sorry but it's just yeah I like the romance books I like the how they like the guy is protective towards her how he will do anything for her and so on and so forth and I was just talking to my friend on TikTok because we send each other photos and not photos we send each other tiktoks back and forth and she kept sending me violet and tate from american horror story season one murder house and she kept sending me them and if you don't know american horror story murder house season one um watch it like please watch it because that couple is so fucking cute granted he did do some bad things but him with Violet is, like, literally fucking chef's kiss, y'all. And then, and the people that play the actors of Violet and Tate, like, oh, my God. Yes! Like, such good chemistry. And they did, it, I think they, what was it, Coven? Love that fucking season. Love Coven. And they were also in the Coven season. And, uh, Evan Peters, who plays Tate on, a, on Murder House, plays Kyle, and Violet, I can't remember her name, but she's the sister of the Lorraine Warren character on The Conjuring Ones, but, um, she plays, uh, Zoe in that one, and they have such good chemistry like such good chemistry and i fucking love kyle so much like his persona and his character is so good and evan peters does such a good fucking job and they're such a good couple like they're such a good pair to be matched with a couple for i really honestly will stand behind that for the rest of my life like they're just such a good chemistry couple but I mean that's how I am like because oh the way Evan Peters portrays his characters not in the Dahmer one not in the Dahmer one but the way he portrays his characters in American Horror Story is so real so authentic and he gets into the character he's a method actor and he's so good at what he does because he makes you fall in love with the character he makes you fall in love with him granted like come on man are you serious like you're gonna like you're gonna come at me and you're gonna tell me that he doesn't make the most sickening person hot like I'm sorry or cute or whatever attractive sorry I shouldn't have said hot attractive he made Dahmer attractive I don't like Jeffrey Dahmer like I absolutely despise that man but he made the Dahmer attractive. So did Ross Lynch, y'all. Like, come on. And then in Murder House he was the school shooter and he got Violet's mom pregnant. Sorry, spoilers, but that's the truth. But we all still think he's hot. Like, come on. Really? You can't tell me that's not the truth. That's literally the truth. And I stand by that. But anyway, moving on. Um, I want to talk about one last thing before I end this. Because it's getting a little long. And this isn't even MA or whatever. It's just literally me. About myself, of course. But as of next week... But as of next week, but I'm going to put a little background on it. So I have... I had a shoulder injury, I think three months ago, I'm not sure, had shoulder pain and everything, had shots, medicine, physical therapy, and um, nothing really worked, and I went and got an MRI, figured out I have a torn labrum on my left shoulder, which means there's a muscle that is not attached, which is the labrum. It's torn. So, my... I went to the surgeon, and I gotta get surgery next... Like, not this coming week, but the week after this. So, next week. I'm just gonna say next week. Because it's the start of a new week. So, next week, on Friday, I get... Surgery. But I gotta go to a post-op, I think, on Wednesday. Like, a post-surgery to make sure I'm okay to go in. Make sure I'm good, whatever. And... I'm going to be in so so much pain. That's what he said like he's got to go 7 centimeters into my skin and he said that it's difficult because I'm I'm short. Because I don't have I don't know. He he just said because I'm short. I don't understand what the reasoning behind that is. I'm I'm not sure. But um so <laughs> My knuckle, so I got to get surgery. I'm gonna have some stitches. I'm gonna be in a sling for a month or month and a half, I think. I'm not sure. We'll we'll have to figure it out. But um, yeah, I do physical therapy. I think I'm gonna be off of work for a week. I'm not sure, but I'm not staying in my house for a week. I'm I'm gonna get out. Like I'm gonna get out and do some shit. Like I'm sorry, but I am. Like I'm not gonna sit and rest in a fucking room all day. I'm gonna be in pain, but. It, I would rather, you know, be out and about in pain than sitting at home in pain, if that makes any sense. So I'm probably going to end up going to work and visiting people, and I don't care if somebody has a problem with that. Like, I just want to, you know, come and see everybody, talk to them. Like, that's just how I'm going to be, and that's how it's going to happen. And I'm nervous for the surgery. And I'm not even nervous for the pain. Like I've been in pain before. I'm not nervous. I've never been. I've never had surgery done. And this is a shoulder reconstruction surgery. Tongue twister. Shoulder reconstruction shirt Shoulder reconstruction sur- surgery. Damn. But um, I'm not nervous about the pain. Which is surprising to me. I'm more nervous about the anesthesia That's how that's what I'm nervous for. I'm more nervous about the anesthesia than anything. And I don't know if they I think it's they do anesthesia different. I'm not I'm not sure. I don't know if they put like a mask over you and do the anesthesia or if they like put a needle in you and then do like serum that way to make you fall asleep. But I don't like being forced to fall asleep. That's why I'm nervous. And, I'll, like, it's just like going to sleep. My surgeon said, it's just like going to sleep. You don't remember a thing, you won't feel a thing. I'm like, shit, okay. But I just don't want to go through it. <laughs> I'm just so scared. And now, like, I have a nose ring. And I'm scared that they're going to, like, clip it off and whatever. And, like, it's going to close on me. But at the same time... I can go and get a new piercing and whatever, and it'll be fine. It'll be nice. It'll be fun. Fun. Yay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm just nervous because I'm not going to work that Friday. My boyfriend wants to go with me, which he, we work in the same area. Well, not the same area. We're, we work in the same plant. Like, we work in the same building. But he works somewhere else and i work in the cafeteria so i see him every time he comes in the cafeteria but that's very rare and he doesn't really talk to me because i mean we don't want everybody in the plant knowing that we're dating and them getting in our business because there's like been a lot of people that ruin relationships and i don't want them to ruin something that's good and he said that himself like he doesn't want to them to ruin something that could be the start of something And I believe him. I totally, 100% understand. And that's fine with me. I totally understand it. But as long as he's not you know, flirting with other people, that's fine. I'm like that, you know? But, uh, yeah. He wants to go with me. And I'm actually excited but nervous because I don't know how I'm going to act on (laughs) Anastasia. And I'm scared that I'm going to cuss at him and say something. But... I mean <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if he even goes. I'm not sure if he will, but we'll see. But um no, I'm just nervous I'm being a sling, be in pain, do physical therapy, do all that jazz. But yeah, I'm nervous. We'll do this, let's go. <sighs> but hopefully I'll update you guys when I'm done with the surgery. Maybe. Or maybe I'll update you guys next week if something happens. You know what I mean? But, yeah. So, I'm going to end it here, guys. See you when I see you, which is, I, I don't know when. Maybe after surgery, I'm not sure. But, see you guys when I see you. Bye, guys.